Okay, so tell us tell about, me your about your public floor. floor. Well, As I like look at your vagina, <laughs> <laughs> I like tell made us. eye contact with it because we were talking oh, about so it. I'm about to pee. Okay. Don't, don't make pee. eye contact with my vagina. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hype Your Life podcast. I'm Nick, and I'm T. Coming at you from beep beep in the Jeep. We created this community to help you hype your freaking life through movement, mindset, and manifestation. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go back, back to the beginning, Hillary Duff style. I don't. I you don't know, know that song, Clean? Clean? Yeah. Let's go back. Yeah. I forgot the rest of that <clears> verse, but I know you got this. Curious. I, got, I have it. Curious here. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I'm really. Yeah. Karaoke. I love um, that. I, for don't, you. I don't think mm-hmm. Nick was listening to Hillary Duff at the time that we were. <laughs> I, I was. Uh, <laughs> our lifestyles. Birthing children. Our lifestyles were in a bit different places yeah. when yeah. when Hillary Duff was a thing. That's okay? true. The good Lizzie McGuire days were the best days. Okay, today we have our very amazing friend, Ashley, here in Betty White with us. Join us on the podcast. So excited. And we're at the hypest spot. Betty White, podcasting in the desert. Yes. Sunset. It's dark. It's cold. We've got blinkies and snacks. Yes. And we're going to talk about all things... Core and pelvic floor. So we should probably preface this. If you are listening with children in the car. Put your headphones in. It might be. And depending on your, I mean, you do you. But we are going to talk about lots of anatomical parts and our human body. And we are going to hype your core and pelvic floor. Well, Ashley specifically is... So Ashley is a core and pelvic floor specialist, certified personal trainer, and and women's coach. So she is going to kind of dive into the three, three major, goals? yeah, yeah, three goals <laughs> that we have. I, she has this slogan, and I love it so much. So I feel like we should start with that. Ash, what's your slogan? Okay, so the slogan is live pain free, laugh without leaking, and love better sex. So live, Because you love. can't live, laugh, love without a healthy pelvic floor. Facts. Amen. Mic drop. Okay, so back back to where it all started. Yes. <laughs> Pregnant with my second son. Had worked in the fitness industry, had been pretty pretty into fitness, I would say. I'm exercising at like 17 weeks pregnant, and there is like a crater in my abdomen. <laughs> like, I look down, and my belly is just not shaped like a normal pregnant belly and later I came to find out that that was diastasis recti and what that was is the separation of my abdominal muscles so what happens when those abdominal muscles separate for those who might not Mm -hmm. be familiar with it what what can happen like what does that mean yeah so if you envision the six-pack muscles and the linea alba which is the piece that runs straight down the center at that kind of separates that into the six pack, it separates to make room for a growing belly. Sometimes it will stretch and become perfectly round. Sometimes those transverse abdominis or like those side muscles, those obliques pull those apart or there is trauma or pressure that causes an actual separation and leaves a literal gap between your abdominal muscles right down the middle. So when I found that, one totally freaked out. But when I found that, I was like, 
uh, who do I go to for help? Who's going to fix this, right? Like, I'm already working in the fitness industry. My closest friends were group fitness instructors, all these things. So I was like, hey, what do I do? And the best part was that all of the advice was completely contradicting. Everything on the internet was completely contradicting. One person said do a plank. One person says don't do any abdominal exercises. One person says have surgery after you deliver your baby. And none of those felt like good options. And so at that point, I just really started studying. And then after I had my son, I realized that real deep connection between the core and pelvic floor and whether you're pregnant, your baby's 21 years old, you've never had children, we all have a pelvic floor and it needs to be in optimal shape in order for you to really live a comfortable and happy life. Live your hypest life. Live your hypest life. We got to hype those lives with a strong core, strong pelvic floor. When you really have worked with all of those demographics, like people that haven't had children, people that are preparing to have children, people that are, you know, freshly postpartum, people who had kids 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, people seven months pregnant, people who, yeah. And every single one of them needs to understand how it operates. I mean, in women's like growing up, did we ever learn? No what the pelvic floor was, what it does, the functions, as Ashley refers to them, are three holes. three holes. What they do and how important they are. Yes. Like, I never learned any of that. No. Growing up, and yet we all have the same parts. They're there. We all have it. And men have it, too. And men have pelvic floor dysfunction as well. Yeah. So going into what the pelvic floor actually is. So it's a band of muscles that hold up your organs. At the bottom. Okay. That feels important. That's very important. Like, that feels important, like important. Right? Um, and those pelvic floor muscles sit across the top of our, if you envision the pelvis, it kind of looks like a bowl. The pelvic floor envisions across or stretches across the top of that, like putting saran wrap on a bowl. Mm-hmm. And it holds up all of those organs. Again, very important. But then there's also so many little tiny muscles that go into that. Like our leg is a very important muscle, but we have hamstrings and we have quads and we have. All of those things, while our pelvic floor has that too, we have the muscles that surround the urethra, the muscles that surround the vaginal wall, the muscles that surround your bowels and your anal cavity. And it's like, we have three holes and they all need sufficient attention if you are suffering from pelvic floor dysfunction. So how to know if you're suffering from pelvic floor dysfunction Tell tell us your symptoms. Um, <laughs> tell us what happened. So, T over here, I suffer majorly from pelvic floor dysfunction. <laughs> but I didn't know that. My name is T. Hi, my I'm name is T. I have pelvic floor dysfunction. dysfunction. <laughs> I've been dysfunctional I've for been as long as I can remember. For as long as I can remember. <laughs> but that's the thing I've always wondered because I don't have kids. I've never had kids. And I always hear women say, like, ever since I, ever since I had kids, I pee my pants all the time. I can't hold my pee, and I laugh when I pee, I cough when I pee, and I'm like, well, listen, I've never had kids, and I also pee my pants. I barely laugh, and I pee. I sneeze, and I pee. I jump, I pee. Like, just barely, over the past weekend, I was on a business trip, and I was walking on the sidewalk with the team of people, and somebody said something, and I barely start laughing, pee, all over, pee my pants. And I'm not going to be able to change my pants for, like, a minute, you, <laughs> you know? You just got to own it. So you just got to own the fact that I peed my pants. But, like, what? what is happening? But, like, what if we can hype your life? Yeah. And you don't have to Make walk around better. in peed pants because to. you laughed 
and lived your hypest life. So that, I mean, that shows right there that it can happen to anyone. This is valuable information for everything. And I think the first place to start is awareness of what it is. How to know if you have an issue in the first place. Because all of these things are so common. Mm-hmm. Peeing when you laugh is so common. And so many people accept it as a part of life or a part of motherhood or a part of being a woman. And it's like, it is so common, but it's actually not normal. Right. Yeah. Properly functioning an- uh, anatomy does not leak. It does not include leaking. It does not include intense urgency it does not include pain overuse frequency and then when we again back to all three holes like you can have urgency and leaking like farting without intentionally trying to fart or not being able to hold when you have to have a bowel movement yeah it works there too and then when it comes to that vaginal cavity pain during sex any prolapse um so many women Usually elderly women start to suffer from prolapse where those organs that we talked about start pushing on your vaginal cavity and you can, you can feel them like externally, you can feel things coming out and nobody wants, nobody wants that. Right. Yeah. Every, we all want, we live, want laugh, love. live, laugh, love. Yes. We, we don't want to leak. We don't want pain. We don't want, we want a happy love life. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. So there are, there are two types of pelvic floor dysfunction. You can either have overactive pelvic floor muscles, okay. which is usually related to some sort of trauma, excess tension. Sometimes people have very difficult traumatic deliveries. Sometimes there's sexual trauma. And that sexual trauma doesn't always have to be very intense sexual trauma. That could be unpleasant sexual experiences. Gotcha. Which, again, is very common. <laughs> like... I don't know if there's any woman listening to this that can say that sex has been perfect every single time. Right. right. But sometimes that can create tension. And so it can be a really, really tight muscle mm-hmm. or it can just be like an overactive tight muscle or it can be a, a weak muscle that gotcha. is unable to Unactive. contract gotcha. that you can't connect with. And so it comes down to mind-muscle connection, gotcha. being able to connect your mind to the muscles of the pelvic floor, that surround wrap that's holding up the organs, and then the sphincter muscles gotcha. around all three exit okay. holes. And then so, learning how to manage the pressure when right. you when sneeze, you, when mm-hmm. you cough, when you laugh. Right. What I love about this analogy, though, is we talk about the brain and how powerful and how important rewiring your brain is. This mm-hmm. is the exact same concept of that car driving off of road the very first time you drive off of it it's going to be foreign you're going to have to slow down it's going to take a lot of effort it's going to take a lot of concentration and focus and you might have to turn down the volume on your music to be able to go off road but the more that you practice connecting and Mm -hmm. the more you practice engaging and and controlling the pressure the more natural it becomes Mm -hmm. but it really does all start with awareness and then learning how to connect and train yeah. your brain to connect with those muscles. So, so they're either too tight or weak. So yeah. how do you know which is which? How do inactive. you know if they're too tight or yeah, inactive? Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. So we have to, we have to be able to fully contract and fully relax those muscles and each of them, and that's where that mind muscle connection happens. Okay. Because it's just like your bicep, right? Like you can't walk around with your biceps fully contracted all the time, but you also can't only relax them all the time we have Mm -hmm. to be able to do that full range of motion going through it and so that's where the breath comes in and really being able to connect that breath to 
your entire body, and then that pressure management mm-hmm. of, like, a pop can analogy. Gotcha. So, when you say... I have so many questions. This is so interesting. I love it. When you say the core and pelvic floor are directly connected, like, do you literally mean, like, the saran wrap goes all the way up your abs? Like, it's one thing? Or are they, like, So, they're they're separate muscles, but they're connected to each other. Does that make sense? So, like, they end up, like... My whole leg, but it's separated... With we, different gotcha. muscles. In in the fitness world, we refer to them as complexes. Like, okay. they're... Because they're complex. And so, they're multiple muscles, but oftentimes, they can... They each have an individual, isolated purpose, mm-hmm. but together, they serve a greater purpose. Gotcha. Okay, just like our leg, you could call that, you know, mm-hmm. your your quad complex, but your quad is actually composed of four muscles. Totally. Quad. So, it's... But it's a complex, or your hip complex. There's a lot of muscles gotcha. that are involved and engage and help us move in complex ways but they're all individual muscles and they all need to be able to connect and and interact and engage together uniformly to keep us supported totally gotcha so you could have like a strong core but Mm -hmm. have weaker you know weaker Uh absolutely you have nice abs. You have nice Thank you. glutes. Wow. Nice. Oh, my but, you guys. You guys. But are they functioning properly? There's people, you know, they'll have the six-pack abs, and they train them all the time, and mm-hmm. they can do all the CrossFit toes-to-bars and, and all right. of those things, but they're peeing their pants and they're laughing, so there's dysfunction right. there, right? Yeah. There's a very big difference. But in order to really, truly have a strong core mm-hmm. you need your pelvic floor is, is the base of that your right. hips are the base of your spine like gotcha. if you visualize that bowl that bowl is literally sitting on the bottom mm-hmm. of all of your vital organs yeah. and your spine yeah so it's crucial yet nobody's talking about it no one knows what it is how to engage it yeah. how to test yes, is it like tight is it loose it. how do i know how do i fix it and what i love that uh, that actually really addresses is that it's all unique. What she ran into is when she was looking for answers for herself, there was all this conflicting information on the internet. And it's not necessarily that any one of them was a wrong solution. It's just that it's so unique and individual. Are you overactive? Mm -hmm. Are you disconnected and weaker? Are you, you know, what is, where is the dysfunction? Can you control your pressure from this position, but you can't control it from another position? And so depending on that, that's how your, your rebuild and your repair is going to look very, very different for every single one of us. Yeah. There's no one size fits all. So all of those things that are covering your Pinterest walls and all of those things, it, none of it is wrong necessarily. That may have worked for that mm-hmm. girl in the picture, but it might not work for you. Right. Because it's not a one-size-fits-all. Her pressure may be caused higher in the diaphragm or more in the front, and your pressure may be lower or in a different area. So it comes down to being able to connect and kind of feeling which part of the relaxation or contraction is the most difficult for you. Gotcha. So basically how to do that is okay you have to get comfy okay. everybody get comfy okay. Okay. make sure make sure both of your butt bones are in the in the okay. ground in the seat in okay. your chair in your car wherever okay. wherever you are put both of those butt bones down okay. okay and then you're gonna take a big breath in and as you breathe in I want your belly to get really really big so we're gonna try to fill up those lungs and you're gonna try to make your belly push out 
and then you're going to exhale and I want you to try to pull that belly button back in and envision your abs like hugging you. They're going to give you a hug as they come tighter. And now I want you to picture like the little claw. Everybody's seen the claw at Walmart that like opens up so you can get a stuffed animal out of the little quarter machine. We're gonna picture that claw. So now we're gonna picture your pelvic floor, the entire pelvic floor, and we're gonna try to open and release as you inhale. So you're gonna open that claw, inhale, let your belly get really big. And then as you exhale, you're gonna close that claw and lift up. So another cue that I like to give is like, if you're zipping up a jacket, so we're going to take those abs, we're going to zip up from the bottom and then all the way up to the top as you exhale. So we want to exhale as we're squeezing everything. And so the reason that this is something that does actually work for everyone is because we're going through that full range of motion. The full, entire, the full relaxation, the full relaxation all the way into a full contraction. And so the way that you will know kind of which direction you need to work is what part of that was hard for you. Was it harder for you to close the claw? Was yeah. it harder for you to open? Okay. Was it harder for you to make your belly big? Or was it harder for you to make your belly tight? Okay. So, so let's hear. Which is easier for you, T? Um, well, the whole time I felt just a tickle in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like, it knows we're talking about it and it's like... Easy, where are you at? <laughs> come get your girl. Babe, come get me right now. I need you. <laughs> We're, we'll leave her here for you. Um, I felt like it was harder when I breathe in yeah. than it was when I come. When I breathe out, like that's pretty easy to... To close it off? To close it and, off. But were you just closing it off or could you also lift? Like could you pull yeah, up? Yeah, totally. While that's you, what okay. tickles. That's, okay. yes. That's the part we like. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so, first of all, that close and lift uh-huh. is gonna help you in the bedroom. You're gonna. I want you to think about yeah, that. That, that, that part that made you tickle. Okay. Live, laugh, I was love. gonna say. I feel like is this TMI? Am I gonna get too deep right now? No, no. intended. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where okay. that was going. So I actually learned. Like in the beginning, we talked about this. In the beginning, I didn't understand how important and how amazing like sex could be yeah right and i didn't know that you could explore you know Mm -hmm. experiment try new things sex is amazing it's incredible it's It's freaking awesome it's a bonding experience and um at the beginning of my marriage i really just didn't see it that way it just i didn't enjoy it it was a task it was harder for me to reach orgasm it just felt like a task. Yep. It did. But as our marriage has grown and as we have gotten closer and we have experimented and become more open with each other, like we're trying new things, we're researching things, like looking things up, like to help us with that. And it's become an amazing experience. But one thing that I learned is breathing. Yeah. And you have to connect to that and area. Squeezing that mm-hmm. and lifting, yep. like contracting and releasing down there. You're going to be able to orgasm thinking about that. so much stronger. I can orgasm. Like, my orgasms now are so much better, and I can have, like, multiple. Yeah. Now, where before, I it was, like, hard for me to even reach mm-hmm. it. But, and I yeah. also want to add that that's another one of those things, like, like, peeing. Like, it's always a running joke, I feel like, in our society. Oh, yeah, husband's after it again. Or, oh, my husband's trying to get some, like... 
it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that. No. It's very common and it happens to a lot of women, but we should be able to enjoy that too. Yes. And there is if you're listening and you're like, "Oh, well that sounds nice. Wish I had their love life." Like you can. We have mm-hmm. we have to create that mind muscle connection and really be able to connect to that area of your body without feeling any guilt or shame or right. awkwardness around it. And then once you're able to do that, you're able to do that in the bedroom too. Yes. And right. that's where that totally. like we're you gonna apply. learn how to love better sex. Yes. 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 And now I love it. And I can see now how bonding it is and how like it's an incredible experience. It's yeah. amazing. And you feel happier. I feel happier as a person. My marriage it's is great happier. for mental health. Like it's great it really for mental is. health. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of that came through those breathing practices and connecting, mm-hmm. like literally connecting my mind to and those your muscles. Breath to and those my muscles. breath. And, and focusing on that, and it's made reaching that orgasm a lot easier. Yeah. So much easier. And way more um, intense, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. And then, so going back to which part of that was harder for you, mm-hmm. the hard part is the relaxation, yeah. which which shows us that the pelvic floor dysfunction that you have comes from overactive muscles, from tense muscles, from gotcha. tight muscles that need more of that, of that relaxing breath. Gotcha. And so you've figured that out in the bedroom, but you're not relaxing in like daily life. Like we need to be at that neutral. We don't want to be fully, fully tight, but we also don't want to be like loosey goosey all day long. So now noting though, that you're kind your body's always in fight or flight, that there are other like deeper rooted health triggers that force you into fight or flight all Mm -hmm. the time. That makes perfect logic that you have that, that it's yeah. overactive and it's holding yeah. more tension. It's all connected. And there are a lot of, of pieces in your flight. body that are overactive yeah. and holding tension. But now mm-hmm. we need to figure that out as it pertains to like your bladder, as it pertains to going pee mm-hmm. and making sure that we can release that tension so that you're not always in a state of tension and like, oh, I'm going to pee my pants. And when every little tiny like piece of pressure comes that you're like, oh, and it shoots right out. Gotcha. So okay. we've got to practice that relaxation so that we can just let it be. And then when you're using, when you're actually peeing, making it more of a relaxation instead of a like uh, bearing forced, down, pushed. forced, pushed, because that's still keeping those muscles too tight. Okay. So just like I said, okay, so right before we started this podcast, I ran out and I had to pee and I was telling them I had to actively think about holding my muscles in because usually when I pee, I just mm-hmm. sit down and I push mm-hmm. and I force yeah. and it just comes out and it splatters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so, but we're always in a rush. We're, we're always, always in a rush. In a rush. We're trying to pee as fast as we can and get yeah. it all out and get it like, just get it done and yes. get it over with. And we, we really can't do that. That's yeah. tightening and overact, overactivating yes. those muscles. We should just be able to sit down and almost like breathe into that fully and relaxed position. And that's why like, the invention of the squatty potty, you guys, is like gold. Like, cause it really puts you in that relaxed state yeah. where your muscles do what they do relax. They they do what they're what they're supposed to do on the toilet, yeah. and it, it needs to be more of a relaxation than a push and bear down. For whether sure. you're going number one or going number two. Yeah. And so, but all, each of those pieces are connected, and so that's literally the moral of the story, is that. We have the urethra connected to the bladder. We have the vagina that's connected to the uterus. And then we have our anal opening that's connected to our bowels. But all of those still have pieces of, like, the pelvic floor. They're all controlled by pelvic floor muscles. And without optimal pelvic floor, you're going to have 
painful sex and you're going to be peeing your pants and you're going to be farting when you don't want to. Right. And whether that comes now or whether that comes later in life, like, let's just optimize that pelvic floor. We got to be able to fully contract and release and hold good posture and keep that pelvis neutral. And then you're going to enjoy all of those things. So notice that we have not talked about Kegels once. Like we have covered the pelvic floor, but we have not talked about Kegels. And the purpose for that is because if you are someone who has an overactive pelvic floor and you go doing your Kegels, you are going to cause more tension. You're going to create more tension instead of being able to release at all. So I have a sweet friend who had a very, very traumatic delivery. She almost lost her life delivering this baby. Um, and then postpartum, you know, you go to your, you go to your visit six weeks. They're like, okay, you're good for sex. She's like, I almost died, but you're good for sex six weeks later. Um, and because of that trauma, she had spent that six week healing time, literally tense and closing off in her entire pelvic floor and especially that vaginal cavity. And then when you go home from that six week appointment you're like, we're, we're set, let's go. It was so painful for her, you guys, like so, so painful. So she goes back to her doctor, her OB, and he says, do some Kegels. Because obviously everybody assumes that when you push out a baby, dysfunction, it's always weakness and Kegels can fix everything. But here's the problem. She didn't have a weak pelvic floor. She was locked, locked up tight. She was holding that tension and that pain from the emotional trauma of that delivery in her pelvic floor muscles in that vaginal cavity. And so sex was so painful. And then that prescription from the doctor to do her Kegels, do a hundred Kegels a day. Make sure you're Kegeling every time you sit down for this, every time you do that. Well, she spent weeks doing that and literally got to the point. Sealed up her vaginal canal. Like sealed up. And it was completely excruciating for any form of penetration. And so that's why I hate to ever prescribe Kegels without knowing exactly where that issue is, is because had she focused on that inhale and allowing that to relax and open up like that claw that we talked about, that's where she needed to be focusing on is that opening and allowing her belly to get really big and allowing everything to fully relax down there. And had that happened, I know that she could have been saved so much pain, pain. so much pain. And so that's why it's never, it's never a one size fits all. There's always, there's always more that you have to look at. Yeah. And so if, if you feel like you are overactive, mm-hmm. we've got to focus on that opening breath. I love that. There's a time and a place for Kegels, mm-hmm. but it is not for everyone. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that's been like, that was just a huge realization for me too. Like that is why I've learned to enjoy sex so much because it is that relaxation. It's the relaxation that process. That relaxation process. And so I've learn to like love that and enjoy it and, th- and that's what intercourse should be but yeah. that's as women that's a, the, we have some major hard, organs yeah. right there and yes. a lot of a lot of our tension a lot of our stress can be held in yep. those muscles mm-hmm. totally. and so we have to be able to we have to be able to relax right let it go i love that oh. you don't have to live like you no. can hype your life yes there are tools there are resources 
There's yes. information to help you. And if mm-hmm. you don't know how and where to get started, seek out Ashley Sorensen. You can find her on yes. Instagram, Body Connection by Ash on That's Instagram. Me. I can't wait to personally get even more. Like, this just hyped my life so much. That connection You're that like, I just wait, made. I don't I'm like, wait, to I don't have my, to pants, my anymore? pants anymore. Yeah. And I have a friend that personally came to you who was dealing with really painful sex. Yeah. And she was like, I don't think this is normal. And I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, when she came in, she's like, I don't know if I can ever enjoy sex again (gasps) after having her her second child. And it, like, that's heartbreaking. That's difficult. And it was hard on her marriage at that point as well, too. And so, and then, like, nothing makes me happier than a text at 1130. (laughs) Like, that was fantastic. And fireworks. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. Yes, Like, so happy for you. I love it. Yes. Literally hyping lives, Ashley. Ash, you just, you're amazing. You're incredible. Yeah. I I freaking love you guys. And I love love all of you you out there who now have hyped public floors. Yes. 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 You're going to have the hypest public floors. And we have Ashley to thank for that. Oh my gosh. You guys, we're going to hype all of our public floors. We're going to start getting DMs at midnight and we're going to have to relay them to Ashley. Yeah. 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 Tell your friends. Tell your friends. This is what the conversation at the park needs to be about. It. With all yes, your mom friends yes, everywhere. Yes, let's make these All your friends, all your people, they need to be yes. like, dude, my public floor is strong now. And all this yes. is great. And my sex is great. And well, I don't pee yes. my pants. And it, life well, is great. The thing. Like, these conversations is what made me realize. Because before, I was so afraid to talk about sex. I yep. was, even with my husband. Yep, same. Because it was such a taboo subject. I didn't want to experiment. I didn't want to talk about it. Until I started meeting people who it wasn't taboo. It was normal. Like... No, yeah. Are you, and then are learning you trying, a lot. And then learning. Awareness, learning education. Learning about things, being, becoming and there educated. Is, there is nothing dirty or gross no, about education. There's, there's so much not. education out there that doesn't come from a exactly. negative source that there is nothing dirty yes. about learning and knowing. And especially if you have an open conversation with your partner mm-hmm. about your your what, strive your, to yeah. yes. make everything better. There is not one husband, boyfriend partner out there that is going to say, uh, no, let's not try That's to make not this better. Right. Let's like, not, don't this fix better. your, let's your not make this feel good your pelvic floor. They want you to feel good they too. Do. Yes. I, in a course that I took, they talked about a man's sexual, um, what's the word I'm looking for? His sexual satisfaction, like, like, um, his ego. Kind yeah. Of? yeah. What's the word for that? Um, I don't know. I can't think of the word, but basically like, how he feels about sex is dependent on the woman. So if yeah. he feels like she's enjoying it, then he enjoys, enjoys it. it. And he feels fulfilled as well. Where the woman can more just focus on herself and she Her gets fulfillment from her satisfaction but the man gets more fulfillment from the woman's satisfaction i learned this in a, a course from course. a relationship therapist and so if you can talk about these things with your husband and say hey this this feels good this doesn't feel good i need to get some help because i'm in pain um, he's gonna be like let's go like, let's yeah. do it he's let's gonna be figure like, something out because spend he wants, what you need to learn yeah. what you need to he wants you to enjoy yeah. it too and you should because seriously, it is a it is a game changer when you can learn to enjoy like you learn your own sexuality, and you learn to enjoy it like it is. And it takes incredible. your confidence to so yeah. far. like to Absolutely. a whole new level. Yes, we all want more confidence in everything yes. that we do, and I think that that's something that really 
like once you know yourself yeah. and you're you're confident that you can just everything lines up totally everything lines up yep it's the best i love that this I whole conversation that. hyped my life same ashley We're you hyped. hyped my life Ash, you i freaking so love much. you guys love these you girls so these girls oh. live the hype life ash you're the best you're we the live best. the hype life okay and with that we, we will catch, catch you on the hype side, side. yeah